The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Farrell on the bench, back with Carver High. So the Yankees uh, won the game over the Mariners tonight, 5-3. to three. And uh, Gallo was three for four, two runs, three RBIs. Uh, hit the home run his 26th in the seventh inning with a two on a three-run shot. Uh, sky high, as Carver High said, it landed in the first row, but it, he got it out nevertheless. And uh, Stanton went uh, two for four in a game with two runs scored. Odor, two for two. Higgy had a hit. Judge, uh, one for three, with a run, a walk, a K. LeMahieu, one for five. That pretty much uh, sums it up. So uh, Rizzo was over four. But that's what I wanted to talk to you about, Rizzo. So Rizzo starts for the Yankees since the trade deadline. And what has he played in, six games or something like that? So- tonight, was his, tonight was his seventh. Okay, so seven games, but he had six RBIs in the first six games, right? Right. Okay, so no Yankee has ever done that. In their first six games with the Yankees, no one has ever done that in Yankee history. That blows my mind. That that really does. That's crazy. So when I saw that, I was like, you got to be kidding me that no Yankee ever has done that. Sure enough, no Yankees ever done it. And then I'm thinking to myself, and you've heard me talk about this guy. Uh, what I think I wanted that guy on the Yankees for frankly years. I don't, I, I'm not even hesitant in saying it. I've wanted Rizzo to play for the Yankees for years. I always felt like his left-handed bat, the way he turns on balls and pulls balls, and the way he can hit it out, but he can hit all fields. But the way he turns on pitches, and frankly, the way he plays first base, he's a gold glover. And he, to me, he uh, is a leader like no other. Like, I thought he was the, uh, without a doubt, he was the bi- the biggest Cub, right? And it, the Cub fans, they were more angry about losing him than anybody. They didn't want to lose Rizzo. That was their guy. They lost them all, Bryant, Baez, Kimbrell, all of them. But the one that they really, you know, I just saw the Gallo home run into the first row. 
good call uh, by you on that home run. Uh, so anyway, uh, my point being is that I just think the guy was meant <laughs> to play at Yankee Stadium, not at Wrigley. I, and I, I thought he was great at Wrigley. I thought he was great for the Cubs. And again, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know the exact specs, but I think that shot to right in Yankee Stadium is easier than that uh, deep shot into that deep corner at Wrigley. Am I wrong, Carver? I, I think you're right about that. Okay, so I just, uh, I welcome all of our radio affiliates right now, though. Sirius XM, Mightier 1090 in San Diego, near Tijuana, do Yawana. Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline USA. What's happening, H-Town, San Francisco? What up? Armed Forces Radio. Hoorah, soldier, hoorah. It's Pharrell on a bench. Carver High's running it. So I just think that he was built for this stadium. I think he's built to be a Yankee. And I, I know that sounds crazy because he was such a cub. And he won the World Series with the Cubs. And if it wasn't for Bryant and, and Rizzo and Baez, they would have never uh, won the World Series on the north side of Chicago. There's no getting around that. But I really believe, I do believe this, that he's going to be, if they're smart, the Yankees, you tell me, Carver High, are they smart enough? Because I, I question Cashman now. I, I just, I think he's lost his mind. But, do you question whether or not they're smart enough to sign him and keep him in pinstripes for the rest of his career? They cannot let this guy out of their grasp, in my opinion, if they let him play first base for the Yankees for the rest of his career. Right. He'll break every record ever by a Yankee on that corner. Well, I think that he could put up some some very big numbers. He's been around for a while, so I, I mean, I don't know about the records, but I think they should have signed him long term already. Like, I wish it was part of the deal. I know that that's not how these things work in the middle of the season with trades. It's something you talk about after, but he's perfect for that team. He's perfect for that stadium. His family's from the area. Everything about Rizzo and the Yankees makes sense, and I hope that he loves it here enough over the next two months that they do get that done when it needs to. And, and if he wants to stay here, I'm sure that Cashman and the Yankees will make it happen. So he grew up around here? He's got some family. The wife, I think, is from, from Jersey, and I think some of his family's from Connecticut. So he's got some family sprinkled in the area. Oh, whatever that means. I don't care where his family lives. Uh, I just need him playing for the Yankees. I mean... Let's get this guy a cold beer, shall we? Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. 
Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This fight is going on in in Vegas, Pacquiao and Spence, and you've seen the buildup for it. It's been, you know, creeping up on you. And there's been a lot of stuff on the TV and social media. You've seen uh, kind of a it's unfurling a little bit. It's it's happening. It's it's brewing and they're having it at T-Mobile and everything. Uh, August 21st, that's coming up. I mean, uh, I think tomorrow's the the 6th. So it's really in like 15 days. So the funny thing is, is that in Vegas, uh, it's literally, they're wearing masks again. They're literally everywhere you go in Vegas, you have to have a mask on. Inside, restaurants, bars, anywhere, inside a casino, Anywhere you go, if you go to that T-Mobile arena to a fight, you're going to be wearing a mask. The entire time you're indoors, you're wearing a mask. Now, obviously, we've worn masks for a year and a half. So it's not like we haven't done it. Uh, we have done it. And you you got used to it because you had to do it, right? And then... I think the hard part was when it ended, for the most part, you didn't have to wear them anymore. And then everybody, just, it was like, you know, free bird. Everybody was just so happy when they didn't have to wear masks anymore. Like, I remember uh, wearing a mask to work out every single day for a year and a half. So I'm sitting there working out every day, soaking wet, sweating, and I got this wet mask on my face. It was the worst. And then I had to wear one walking in the gym, walking out of the gym, in the gym, you name it. I had to have the mask on. When you're in the locker room, I didn't have to have it on. When I was in the pool, I didn't have to have it on, obviously. But uh, everywhere else, I had to have it on. I got sick and tired of that mask, right? So fair enough. I get how people are turned off by the masks. I get it. But at some point, you know, during the COVID, you just wore it. You just, you had to wear it, so you wore it. And it is what it is. Everywhere you went, you had to wear it. You go, you go to the store, you got to wear it. You go to the barber, you got to wear it. You go to the gym, you got to wear it. It doesn't matter. Restaurants, you got to wear it. Bars, you got to wear it. Now, they're going to have a fight in Vegas that's sold out with... 20,000 people wearing masks at that T-Mobile arena, Carver High. And the MGM will be the hub for that fight. And that place will be packed 
my guess it's going to be, uh, maybe it won't be. I mean, do you think it'll be sold out, the MGM, for the fight? And then, uh, or do you think people are going to be turned off by the new mask requirements in Vegas that happened last Saturday night at 12.01? You had to wear a mask everywhere in Vegas, every single place. There's nowhere you don't have to wear a mask. You absolutely have to wear a mask everywhere. I mean, it, that's like, it really is annoying after you wore it for a year and a half and didn't have to wear it for like three months. And then you have the freedom to not wear it anymore. And then you have to go back to wearing it. Like who in their right mind wants to do that Carver high, like even go to that fight or go to the Las Vegas or go to the MGM or go to any casino or go to any restaurant or bar. If you don't live there, like let's say, you live in New York City like we do, and we're going to Vegas to the fight. Like, who in their right mind wants to do that? Like, here, I'm going to go to Vegas for four days and wear a mask everywhere I go for four days in Vegas. Does that not ruin Vegas to you? Uh, somewhat, yes. I would say that. That's a fair statement. I think so. It's definitely different. It would be a, a different experience being there from all the times I've been there in the past. Do you think going to the fight, fight be, for fight, fight will be sold out? The fight will be sold out either way, and it'll be twenty thousand people wearing masks. Yes, I mean no, I, 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 they'll they'll wear them going in. They'll wear them getting through the door. They won't wear them when they're at their seats. Oh, you think that once they get to their seats, they're going to peel them off? Yeah, there's no way to police it. What is somebody going to walk around and start throwing people out? There's no way to police it. They'll, they'll they'll make you wear it going through the security at the door. And then after that, it'll be fair game. So does that not does that not does that not form some level of danger to you that you'd be in that well, arena with like a petri dish? Look, I I think at this point you you have to look around at what's happening. There seems to be a clear spike in several areas of the country. Nevada, Las Vegas being one of them. Yes. And that, and that includes people who, you know, have already gotten the jab. You know, that includes people that have already gotten the, the, the vaccine. So, you know, it, it, you're definitely uh, probably taking a risk with any kind of travel right now. Do you uh, – okay, so, so you got the shots, right? And yeah. you got them – when did you get them? I got mine in March and April. A April, I think, somewhere around there. Somewhere in April. Okay, so when, like, at some point in October, that's going to, like, be six oh, months, is, right? Well, yeah, of course. This is just going to be, you know, you know, just, ta you know, it's a little top off. Go again. Go get another one. You know, that's, this you is going to go back and get another shot, like, just like going up to the bar and getting another shot. I'm at, sure they're going to, well, you see, and we're getting into a whole other discussion now. I'm, you know, the rules, the, 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 the line gets moved every day. You know, things get changed every day. So, you know, it's all about who, who, what, what each individual person, I guess, wants to believe at this point. That's kind of what it goes down to. Well, you, uh, so uh, let's say uh, after six months, let's say uh, you've had the shots and six months later, uh, you've, let's say, without the news, without the news, let's say you don't turn the news on and you right. just mind uh, your own yeah. business and you're thinking to yourself, with you, you know, hot Nicole, and you got two kids, and you're thinking, uh, okay, th at some point this this shack's gonna wear off. 
and yeah. uh, I need to go get another shot. Will are you uh, ready to like do that again? Like no problem. You're just gonna go get another one. I mean, it seems like that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it seems like right? that that's going to be the deal. The choice, right? I, I mean, I, there's. I guess we're gonna find out a lot in the next three or four months in terms of how many people get it again, or you know, after an X amount of time is worn, you know, gone since they've gotten the initial shot. I guess we're going to find not, out in the next few months. Does it not freak you out at all? That Do you remember when like everybody thought that it was like, uh, oh, don't worry. When, you know, when the weather's warm and we go outside, um, it's going to be gravy. It's going to be Gandhi. We'll be outside. It's no big deal. When it's warm, there's no way this thing's going to survive the summer months. We're all going to be out barbecuing and partying and going to the beach. And then in the fall in winter when it gets cold and when people are forced inside, like in the East and in the North, uh, not in the deep South or West, like let's face facts. Uh, when we're forced inside for our lives for, for seven and a half, eight months, because that's what it is. Um, don't you think like, Weren't you under the guise that it was like, well, in the winter, it's going to be way worse. We're going to be inside. You're going to be trapped and you're going to get it. And then in the winter, it's going to be at its worst. That's and then in like the summer, say, we'll yeah. all be outside and we'll be fine. Uh, is it amazing to you at some level that this is running rampant right now, like out of control in the hot summer months? Like I said, that I don't think that anybody has any real idea of what they're dealing with or what they're saying or, or anything. The goalposts are always moving. Well, now they're saying the most dangerous variant yet is coming. That's going to be way worse than the Delta. It's right around the corner. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I'm what you might call very good at hide-and-seek. And since we got Xfinity, we have Wi-Fi all over the house. Even in my super-secret hiding spots. So I can kill time in here by streaming my favorite... Ha! Found you. How? You left to find my tablet on. Get wall-to-wall Wi-Fi on the Xfinity 10G network. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. I just saw this uh, highlight of this uh, David Taylor guy, this wrestler. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, but this guy... Uh, was taken on the, like, I guess the best wrestler in the world is from Iran. And he, uh, he, they call him the greatest or something. The guy's like the greatest 
ever, the, the king and everything else. They call him all these names, the Serenian wrestler at 86 kilos, whatever that means. All I know is, I mean, they look like, you know, almost either light, heavy or heavy, right? So I'm watching this fight and there's literally 10 seconds left and the Iranian's up three to two and he's 10 seconds away from gold and the American guy, Taylor, somehow threw him down, like picked him up and threw him down and got the takedown and two points and stole the gold medal from him. He literally, the, the fight was over. There was 10 seconds left. The guy's like, he's got one last chance. He's got to do something right now. And the guy like went after him and he dove at him and like got underneath him and like picked him up and body slammed him and just absolutely effing stole it from him and got on top of him and rode him like a hooker. And he did him and he beat him 4-3 and won the gold. And the guy was draped yeah, draped in the American flag. The guy won it, and they were – I I was under the assumption there were no fans there, but they had at least – I mean, I saw at least a couple hundred people in the crowd going yeah, crazy you, for him. You're, you're allowed to have – I think they let some local people in. If you lived in the Tokyo area, you were allowed to go, and if you're athletes in the Olympic Village, you're allowed to go to the events. So that's what makes up the crowds, any crowds that oh. you see at any of these events. So all those are like his athletic friends and, and American athletes that went to root him on. So he was uh, a Penn State kid. D David Taylor from Penn State uh, wins the gold medal. Uh, nice job. It's actually for this. Is, it took two weeks. The Olympics are over. But it seemed like today was the best day that the United States has had. And it only took two weeks. I just saw the United States uh, women's beach volleyball team. Ross and Kleiman, won the, they just won the gold on the beach, which is great. So uh, we had a Golden Beach Volleyball, an unexpected Golden Wrestling. That guy was like plus 600, too, uh, to win that gold medal. So nice job the by guy him. Was the, the other guy's the man. Yeah. yeah. And he could, no one could even believe it. Like, his team was crying. They were crying because they've never seen him lose. It was great, too, because everyone, I mean, we just are just staunch enemies with Iran. They just, they hate us and we hate them. Let's just get real. And for no reason, like, uh, you know, religious reasons and, and political reasons, but certainly not in sports. Right. So right. in sports, it was like, they were, the, the two guys were, they were friendly after the match and there was no war or any violence or any nastiness it was all hugs and and appreciation yeah, that, and respect for one another that stuff doesn't carry over to the olympics like at least nowadays it definitely doesn't maybe back in the you know late 70s early 80s when everybody was boycotting you know the u.s and russia boycotting each other's olympics crying. Things like that. right i mean these it's different now i think all the athletes like super respect each other in, in all these sports you gotta see it though to believe it like i have not watched the olympics but I, I got to tell you, uh, I just saw that guy steal that gold medal. Like, that fight was over. Did you see the highlight of him with 10 seconds left? He had no time left whatsoever, and he literally went for it one last time, and he got him. It was like he just stole his girlfriend. Boom. I'm right now.
You got to see it to believe it. He says, like, the guy, the announcer's like, it's over. He's got nothing. He's got, he's better do something right now because this fight's over. And then he, he picked him up and threw him down and, and got on top of him. And he got two points for the takedown and beat oh, him. Oh, wow. It's it was, short. wow. He got him good. Went right under. He got him. him good. Can you believe that? Because that guy was the best wrestler in the world, they say, the one he beat. That's what they just said. I mean, I'm watching oh, the broadcast. They said he just beat the best in the world. The guy was oh. unbeatable. Never lo- He's never lost. Well, David Taylor, the magic man. The magic man, David Taylor. So the magic man beat the goat. Yes. There you go. So you're telling me unequivocally that tonight the Olympics are over. Well, they're, I mean, they're over on Sunday, obviously. Um, but I feel like tonight's the first night where, and I don't know what's going on in all the track and field and stuff like that. I have no idea what they're doing. They've been losing all those races too. But in terms of other sports, like it's been a good, like 24 hours for the United States at the Olympics, whether it's starting with, you know, last night overnight with the basketball team winning, you of course had the women's soccer win the bronze, which we talked about on coast to coast. That's not good enough for them. You had the beach volleyball team win gold. You had the wrestler David Taylor win the gold. And we have uh, Nellie Corda, American uh, women's golf. She's up five strokes here in the third round, and we got her on a ticket for 7-1 to one to win the tournament. So let's go here. <laughs> when do they play that? Tomorrow? That's on right now. I'm watching it live. Golf Channel. Let's go. Oh, let me we got Nellie, right now. Nellie Corda with the lead. She's 15 under uh, on the back many, nine of the third many? round. How many of those Corda girls are there? Two. She got two sisters, Nellie and Jessica. So there's two girls. They're both in this in the comp in this competition, yes. But and, Nellie's and, N- Nellie's the top player in the world. She's the number one ranked women's golfer in the world. Wow. And is that her right there in the blue shorts? Oh yeah. I think I've seen her before. So that's her, right? So You're probably she's the best golfer. She's the best. Uh, this is Nellie Corda, 15 under the leader. She's the best golfer in the world? Yes. How long has that been going on? Recent. She, Where, I mean, it's, and it's not, it's not a runaway. Her and there's, and then there's a bunch of uh, women from South Korea who are also like the three or four best players in the world. They're all in this event. Where are they from, these Cordas? Uh, that I would have to find out. When I did my extensive research before I bet her, I did not look and see where uh, she hails from. Um, so, but they still have to play another round. Yes, this is the third round tonight, and then tomorrow night will be the final round, fourth round. And are they really? Are, are they playing in hundred degree weather? Is that what you told me before? The quarters. Listen to this. So we didn't do any real. I didn't even know this. If I would have known this before the tournament, I probably would have put double. The amount of money on it. First it's of all, Long the quarter, Island. No, the quarters are from Bradenton, Florida. Right. But here's here's the kicker that would have made me put an extra unit on it than I did. Birthday, July twenty eighth. How about that, Nelly Quarter oh. sharing the birthday with me, and I did not know that before I put her in. I would have gone even deeper on it. You would have put even wow. more money down on her. And as you know, you and I have back to back birthdays. Uh, she's only a mere uh, 18 years younger than me. <laughs> 98. She was, she was born when I graduated high school. That's, that's, that's just where I'm at right now. 
I'm 33 years older than her. I uh, yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't think I'll be dating her anytime soon. No, but it's no. just funny to to look at that like that. July 28th, 1998. I mean, geez. Did you watch any of the men's golf? Yes, I was all into it last week when you were gone. I had a thousand tickets uh, on the event. I mean, I had a thousand tickets on the event. It, it was just, yeah, I was wall to wall with it. And of course, who won? The guy that I can't see, right? With the, the X Man. What has happened to you with the golf betting? I mean, every weekend now. That's it. I mean, um, it's, that's my. It's, a... it's one of my niche things now. I love. I love it. I'm in on it every week. And you're making money. I mean, listen, not every week. Obviously, you're gonna have some bad weeks, right? But we did pretty good last week with the uh, with the tournament in, in Japan, and now we have. I only made one bet on the women, and that was just the Snelly quarter. She was the favorite. She was seven to one before the tournament, and that was it. That and I didn't. I have don't didn't get any deeper than that because I had no. I had the St. Jude this weekend with the PGA. I mean, let's just say I'm not even going to be mean or anything, but let's just say a couple of these golfers are looking a little unathletic to me. Well, <laughs> that's but that's the case in men's or women's golf. You're going to get a couple of unathletic people out there. I mean, I just saw a chick that was the size of the Olympics. Yes. And uh, let me tell you, one of the best players in the world. She's one of the best. Oh, yeah. Is she the Japanese chick? Uh, I believe, um, I don't know who you saw, but one from China and one from Korea. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> I was just like, what is going on here? But I didn't watch it because I was surfing. And I just didn't, you know, wasn't it on like the Peacock channel or something? Because I didn't have. Uh, the golf not, was all on you. the golf channel. Oh, because I didn't, I don't think I had it, right? I didn't, I had like all these streaming services. I had every streaming service in the world. I I had them all like, you know, Apple and all of them, Hulu and Prime and everything. I had them all Netflix. And then I had DirecTV. And the DirecTV channels I had were not like local ABC, NBC, CBS type channels. They were just... Like direct TV channels, like middle of the road, like all the channels you could imagine, right? Like horror channels, uh, you know, sh- cooking channels, news channels. I had all these rogue ass channels that sucked. I hated it, but they did have Sports Grid, thank God. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So, 
So, uh, bottom nine, Braves lead the Cardinals 8-4 to four at Bush. So, they've opened it up. Uh, I still, uh, you know, you got to admit, Carver High, the, the Braves being 500. And basically, the Cardinals will be two games under 500. Both of them, I mean, that that's just not good enough. I mean, no. the Braves were a playoff team last year, a dangerous team. And now they're 500. Uh, it's like, I don't even care what they've been doing lately. When you're 500 this late in the season, bottom line is you suck. <laughs> no, it's true. And the Braves have really sputtered all year long. And I think we're going to start to see, uh, you know, the Phillies have been playing so good. If the Phillies can get a little separation between themselves and the Braves and then kind of make it a two-team race in the NL East. But the Braves have also been hit with some some major injuries this year and other things. Uh, losing Acuna, that you can get all the middle-tier outfielders you want like they did at the deadline. You know, Jock Peterson and Soler and all these guys. It, they, you ain't replacing Acuna. So the, the, that just hurts you too much. And And we talked about this before the season started anyway. Even though they went to the NLCS last year and they and they played well, I didn't think that their pitching was that great. I don't think their pitching was could hold either. up over a full season. Even though they had a couple great bats with Albies and Acuna, et cetera, and Freeman, I think the pitching was good enough. And that's ultimately, when you look at some of their pitching numbers, what's done them in, even besides the injuries. But can you believe, I mean, because they're, I mean, well, I'll give you this. That's amazing to me that they're only two games out and they're 500. That's how bad that NL East has been. Yeah. Because the Phillies are three games over 500. The Mets are four. And the Phillies are now a half game back of the Mets, who are playing terrible baseball right now. They've gone three and seven and 10, where the Phillies have won five in a row and six of 10. So they weren't playing great before they won five in a row. They've rattled off five in a row. And today, I, I don't know what it was they put up. Was it five they put up in their last at-bat or four? I think it was four. Uh, four. And it was four runs. But we were talking about this last night on the bench that uh, Reese Hoskins had a big night. Harper had another couple RBIs. They won again. And then today they were losing, getting their ass beat, and they did it all in the ninth inning, and they won that game. And the Giants did the same thing. They were down 4 nothing, and they won that game 5-4 over the uh, D-Bags down in Arizona, right? So I, I hit that game. I hit, uh, I think it was my uh, top three plays tonight. But the fact of the matter is, is that that's amazing to me that the Braves are only two games out of first place being 500. So when they win tonight, I mean, they are in it. They are in it, and they suck. I mean, they're 500, and they're so in it, it's not even funny. When you're two games out, you are not out of anything. And, I mean, the Yankees are five and a half out, and they were nine out when I was in San Diego. So a week, you know, later, let's say two weeks later, right? So the week I was there, they did some damage. And then now they're home and they're doing damage again. And now they're only five and a half out as the Red Sox continue to slip. And 
they lost it after they lost five in a row. They won. Then they lost again. So today you said it was six of seven. They've gone three and seven and ten. And they're now a game and a half behind Tampa in the AL East. But you can't even describe to me how, A, the Braves are only two out and they're 500. And the Phillies are three over 500. And they're now a half game behind the Mets. And the Mets are playing so badly right now. Let's face facts that I think the Phillies will be in first place uh, by the end of the weekend. I mean, not only that, catch them. I think they'll be, I think they'll be a game and a half up by the end of the weekend. No, I I agree with you. I I think that this is where it's turned. And of course the Mets go to Philadelphia this weekend for three games and you know, and the way, and listen, they're red hot right now. If the Phillies ever swept them this weekend down there, suddenly they're, you know, the Mets could be leaving their two down or a game and a half out, something like that. So huge weekend for that. And and, and really that division, it's kind of like, and somebody said it to you on Coast to Coast today, or or, or maybe I just saw somebody tweet it. It's like, it's kind of like the NFC East right now. Like how football and football, actually, like there's not really, the teams are all kind of hanging around 500. Nobody is really gone ahead and taken control of it. And the Phillies have an opportunity to shoot ahead this weekend. Do you think that like a NASCAR race, you know how you and I always, we always talk about this where we feel like, at least I do, uh, in a basketball game or in a baseball race, in a divisional race, or in a basketball game, one game, or different. So basketball meaning in one game itself or in baseball, in a race, in a race, in a divisional race, that once, and I use the NASCAR analogy, right? Once you catch the guy in first yep. and you pass him in the car, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Once that guy, once he passes you, it's over. And the same goes in the Indy 500. Once that guy catches you, it's over. And once they pass you, it's like you've had to lead the whole race and the guy passes you, NASCAR, IndyCar, it's over. They don't come back and win. So it, nine out of ten times, right? In baseball, do you feel that once they blow it and a team passes you, that it's over? Much like in a basketball game where I feel, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of games where it's back and forth or lead changes, if you will. But right. I've always used the analogy that, like, basically, if a team's been losing the whole game and they're down 20 and they come back, roaring back, and they get the lead, it's over. over. Yeah. It's over. They're going so, to so get the hard lead, to, they, th- then they win. Yeah, it's, it's hard to rebound from that. It's something that's so difficult to come back from. And you're right. I mean, if you're a team like the Mets, who they've been in first place for three months. Right, I mean, solid three months since at least right. early May they've been in first place, right. and for the first time in three months they can get past this weekend. And sometimes it, you just can't look back. And, and and look, and you know this, it's hard without Degrom because he was su- he's such a weapon when he goes out there every five days. And to not have him now, it's finally caught up with them. We're not having him for so long. It really is. It's the reason that it's caught up with them. But you know. With Bauer out, 
they went out and got Scherzer, and then they went and got Cole Hamels. And I Danny Duffy, yeah. Buying, got a bunch of guys. And Danny Duffy. I am not buying uh, Cole Hamels. No, uh, I, I think I that that's, when, that, that's, if, that's if things go really bad. I don't think you'll ever see him touch the ball in a big spot. I think that's a, a super, super insurance. You know? That's what I think that it is. It's super insurance for me uh, as far as I'm concerned with them. All right, Pharrell, back with you. We had a little uh, situation there. Do you think that um, that no one can convince him, like his wife or anybody, his family, that uh, that he's finished Cole Hamels? I don't think that anybody can convince him, no. I don't, I don't think that anybody can convince him. I think that he keeps coming back. And I guess these teams keep calling him too, right? That's part of it also. These teams keep calling him. I mean, when is the last time you saw that guy pitch? Did he uh, go down to play for the Braves and he never pitched a game? Yep, that's exactly what happened. Never pitched a game. He was awful there. He Maybe he pitched one or two. He was awful. But then, the, you know, the Dodgers pick him up. And uh, I just, when I saw that, the first thing I thought was, he's not going to do anything for the Dodgers. Is he? Is he really? Because I, I know I said that before about Pujols. Remember when they got Pujols and I said, oh, right. that'll never work. He's finished. And then the guy hit 10 home runs with the Dodgers. But uh, I said the same thing about Cole Hamels. Now, am I wrong? Do, they don't use Pujols anymore, do they? Um, I think that he's kind of been relegated now to just pretty much pinch hitting. I don't think he ever starts, especially with everybody being healthy now they have bellinger back they have bets back they have you know now they have turner they i think that with everybody back now he's strictly a bench guy that that pinch hits but did you think when they got him that it would work and do you when you saw that they got cole hamels what was your reaction what was your reaction to both of them well, Pujols at first, uh, it was a little different. It was more just like, all right, this guy's just trying to hang on and grab another ring. He's not going to – maybe he'll have a couple of pinch hits for them. I never expected Pujols to do anything of significance. And that's kind of how I felt with this Hamels thing too. They just made moves for a couple of pitchers. They know that they have a loaded team that can win the World Series. They don't want to leave themselves with absolutely nothing if more bad things happen to them injury-wise. They don't know. They haven't gotten Kershaw back yet. They clearly, like the rest of us, don't expect Bauer to pitch again. So I think that they just needed some super, super insurance, and that's all he is. Somebody that in an absolutely have-to spot, if if they got nowhere else to turn to, they have him now sitting there. If they never give him the ball, they'll be perfectly happy. Are you surprised that, uh, you know, I am, that it's actually that San Francisco, you know, even though the Dodgers have made all these moves and Scherzer struck out 10 last night, are you not surprised that their lead now is up to four? I mean, their lead keeps growing, not going the other way. It has not gotten better for the Dodgers and Padres. No, I'm stunned. Absolutely stunned that that it just keeps staying I mean, staying, it's getting worse. The, the Giants' lead is even bigger now at four. Ah. 
the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So I get I get it, Carver High, that people, you know, I'm grading and my voice and everything. People get all worked up. You know, initially when people hear me, they get all worked up about my voice. And, and you know how it works. You've been with me long enough. It, the, the initial reaction to me when people first hear me for the first time ever and they've never heard me, they get they freak out about my voice. They literally freak out. They're like, I want to kill myself. I'm done. I can't listen to this guy. I hate him. But uh you know, eventually when they hear the show and they, if they give it a try for for a couple of weeks or a month, then they fall in love with it and listen to it for years. Uh, I, I have generations of families from grandpa to son to, to grandchildren that listen to the show over the years. And you know that to be true, that they listen forever. They become fans and they listen forever and they've loved it forever. No different than you when you were a kid listening to me. Uh, so the reality is there are people that I when I hear them, I want to beat their face in. <laughs> I just want <laughs> just take it out. There, are, there are certain people that I hear that I where I just the minute I hear them, I want to beat their ass. I'm not kidding, and you know well, I'm not kidding. And we were just talking about it, <laughs> and I don't care what anybody thinks of me. I just I come right out with it, and tell, you know how I feel. <laughs> I just come right out with it. I'm like I don't like him. I want to beat his face. I just want to beat his ass, bloody his nose. I want to play basketball with him and break their nose. And I'll do it, too. Trust me, I got the sharp elbows, son. I know how to get it done. I will see uh, nothing like ending the show on a violent note. I will see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast. It's a very radical look at the world of sports. And... We make a tremendous amount of fun of people every single day. Good night. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.